In your relationship, have you ever had the experience where one of you thought that you were making progress and things were going great, but the other person felt completely the opposite? Things aren't going great, you're not making really any progress, and you're feeling totally stuck and overwhelmed. This is a really common situation to have a mismatch like this. And it's actually a big deal because when you finally talk about it, it's really discouraging, let's say, for a husband who thinks that things are going well. But then his wife tells him that she's actually not very happy and she has been feeling disconnected and she's still struggling and doesn't trust him, doesn't feel safe. So often in the discouragement, the husband will shut down, disengage, feel like, what's the point of even trying anyways? My efforts aren't enough. They're not working. So why should I even try? If you can relate to this, I want to share with you in today's episode how you can get on the same page together for both of you to feel like you're making progress together and actually find a resolution to the issues that you guys are struggling with. So if you're new to the podcast, my name is Sam Tielemans and I'm the host of the Couples Healing Podcast and I'm a licensed therapist who specializes in helping people overcome their struggles with pornography, heal the betrayal that it causes, and restore trust in their relationship. And so today, I want to highlight this particular aspect of relationship healing and give you some ideas and some tools and things that you can implement to get you guys back on the same page so that you both feel like you're making progress instead of just one of you. I want to start off and share with you the conversation I have with lots of couples who come in, they either are in a program or listening to the podcast, start making steps, but then what happens is things start to de-escalate, which is actually a really good thing. Of course, we want to de-escalate. We don't want to be in high conflict situations. We don't want to have tension all the time. And so what happens is when couples start to de-escalate, that's a great step in the right direction. But oftentimes, husbands will confuse a lack of tension and fighting with progress with, with regard to deeper healing and resolution. Those two are not the same thing necessarily. Now, the lack of tension in a relationship is progress with regard to not fighting anymore. But not having tension doesn't mean there's deeper healing that's occurring. And this is the place where I think many husbands get stuck. When they start to communicate a little bit differently, when they start to have better conversations, when they're not fighting as much, or if they're just not really talking about the issue. That's when they start to feel like, oh, things are going pretty well. She hasn't brought it up in a while. We used to talk about her triggers all the time, but it seems like she's not really having them because she's not telling me about them. So I don't want to rock the boat. Therefore, I'm not going to ask her how she's doing. Not that I don't care, but I just don't want to rock the boat and rattle the cage, bring something up, plant the idea in her mind that of, of all the past things that we've gone through. I don't want to do that, so therefore I'm going to just let this ride out. That's his experience. We're doing pretty well because we're not fighting anymore. Now, the other side of the coin is her experience. And so often I'll meet with couples, especially early on in the, in the healing process. I'll say, how are things feeling between you guys right now? I want to pick up where you're leaving off today. And husband will report, things are feeling great. I'm making progress. She's. It seems like we're making progress together. And then the wife will chime in and say, I don't feel any of that. I feel like we're more stuck now than we ever have been. It doesn't feel like he cares. We're not really having any conversations together. I'm not feeling any safer. I don't feel any trust towards him. I can't believe what he says. 
And he then just gets blindsided, right? That's his experience in session. He's like, what are you talking about? Why are you telling me this right now? I thought we were doing much better. We haven't fought in weeks. And she says, yes, while that's true, we haven't fought in weeks. I just don't feel safe though. So husbands will confuse a lack of fighting with progress with regard to deeper healing and resolution. Those are two different things. We want progress in both areas, of course, progress with communication, but without directly addressing the pain that a spouse is in, it's, it's almost like being in the eye of a hurricane. There can be a sense of calm because you're not fighting, but there's a storm that's swirling around you and the relationship is not a place where she feels totally safe yet. So instead of husbands getting really, really discouraged and then thinking, well, what's the point anyways? I thought I was doing well, but you know, she's telling me I'm not, so my efforts aren't enough. That's a really common reaction. When that happens, that's so difficult for both people because when husband says, what's the point? I'm not going to try. Then his wife feels even more alone and feels even more anxious and then depressed and hopeless because she can't, of course, control him. She can't make him do anything. And so when he gives up or just really kind of stops putting in the effort that he that he once was, then she feels completely isolated and alone because now she's like, well, I, there's nothing I can do about this. I want him so much to engage and to help me feel safe, but he's now trying less. That's the last thing that I want for you. So if you can relate to any of what we're talking about right now, I want to give you some specific things that you can do to get you back on the same page together so one of you, so there's not a mismatch of experience where one of you thinks, oh, we're doing well. And the other one's like, no, we're not at all. And so there are a handful of different key elements when it comes to creating safety, trust, and progress on really a deeper healing level. And so I'm just going to touch on a few of them here today. There's a, there's a handful that we could talk about. I just want to isolate just a few. And the reason why I wanted to share with you these few things is to give you not like a checklist, but a set of milestones, things that you should be shooting for in your interactions, in your relationships. Because if these bases are covered, you're going to be light years ahead of where you are if they're not. So I want you to have some guideposts. That's probably a better word. A handful of guideposts to know what to focus on. What are the most essential things? Because if you put your efforts into focusing on the things that move the needle the most, you're going to feel better significantly faster and you're both going to be on the same page in terms of feeling like we actually are making progress. I am feeling safer. We are having better interactions together. I'm feeling like we're, we're moving forward down the path. There's closure. The guidepost that I want to share with you today, there's a few of them. Then I want to give you a couple of examples to go along with them. The first one is when a husband can be responsive to his wife's pain when there can be a soft and caring, empathetic, compassionate response when she shares that she's having a hard time. Most couples get stuck when they go to the logical level instead of talking on the emotional level. Here's what I mean by that. I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation with a couple where she says, I turn to tell my husband that I'm having a hard time and I wanna tell him that I'm struggling. I wanna let him in. Because this type of communication, you told us that this is key, which it is. So I go ahead and try that. And then when I do, he just responds with defensiveness. And then he minimizes what I'm saying. 
And then we get stuck in our cycle. I get upset. I get angry with him because he's not listening to me. He doesn't hear me. And when I try to express my pain and he defends himself or defends his actions, I see red. And really underneath that, I know that I'm just so, so hurt. And I get the sense that he doesn't see me. He doesn't think that what I'm saying matters to him. And if I feel like I don't matter and my pain doesn't matter to him, I get so angry. And this is a very common cycle. So oftentimes when husbands respond on that level and they try to defend or explain, so many guys will tell me the reason why I go to this logical level is that if I can explain what I did and why I did it, then the hope is that she won't feel so bad. If I can help her see that what I did isn't that big of a deal, maybe she'll feel better, right? It's just, it's, uh, I understand the rationale. However, the impact that that has, it's the complete opposite. The more he defends and explains and minimizes and stays in his logical mind, the more and more alone she feels. So what do you do instead? By the way, uh, let me share with you one other element here. I find that couples can get stuck here for a long, long time. And they do all of the other things. Let's say, again, when you think about, okay, well, what do we have to do to overcome this issue? We need to, number one, figure out why it's happening. If a husband struggles with pornography use, what what's the core issue? What are the root causes of him doing what he did? And we need to understand that. Then he needs to take action on that and get the tools that he needs to resolve that. And then when that's in a good place, then we want to build on that and put habits in place that can help him sustain his progress. So there's a handful of things that he's working on. And then what happens is he's doing good work individually, but the relationship doesn't follow the progress that he's making individually because they are separate entities. They're separate elements. So despite him doing really good work, couples get stuck in this cycle. So even though he's like, I haven't, you know, I haven't slipped up in weeks or months, yet she still doesn't feel safe. I don't understand it. This is one of the biggest things that I can share with you. When a husband is emotionally responsive to his wife and displays the care that he has for her, instead of trying to explain her pain away, that's how you're gonna be able to most effectively create safety. On top of the other things that we just shared, his doing his individual part of it's important, of course. With regard to the relationship though, she will feel safe in relation to him when he can respond to her pain. So what does that look like? Instead of explaining it, which again, I understand the rationale, but instead of explaining it, the more he can just acknowledge that she's hurting and remind her that he really does love her, that he's here for her right now. She's, he sees that she's suffering. He feels compassion for her. He feels love for her. The idea is we want to help. We want to communicate that to her. Because that's you, as a husband, responding to her pain with compassion and empathy. It's the idea that I see you, I care about you, how you feel matters to me, and you're not alone. I'm here with you in this. I get why you feel the way you do, and I just want you to know that you're my person and I'm going to work on this. I'm going to continue to put in my efforts to make sure we heal. That's the type of response that we're going for instead of more of a logical one. 
Hey guys, just real quick. If you're a return listener to the podcast and have found it helpful in any way, I would absolutely appreciate it if you wouldn't mind taking literally 10 seconds to leave a quick rating and review on iTunes. It just helps tremendously to get this out to more people who are struggling and need some resources and hope. Thank you for considering that and thank you for listening to the podcast. Okay, so now element number two. I just mentioned that little sidebar of him doing good individual work. Oftentimes what I find is that husbands will be doing good individual work. They might be listening to podcasts. They might be doing exercises. They might be going to therapy or in a program or just they're engaged in doing things that are helping them become better versions of themselves. The problem for most couples, in the beginning at least, is that the husband is doing good work by himself but is not including his wife in his progress. They're not having regular conversations together. He's not sharing his insights, what he's learning, how he feels as he's learning it. He's not sharing his wins. Usually what those conversations look like is he says, hey, I'm doing well, no slip-ups, all is well here. That's just not enough. Because just the simple report of I'm doing well, I haven't messed up, oftentimes doesn't feel very different to a spouse. Because for many men, along the way, they'll say to their wife, I'm doing well, nothing to worry about, I haven't slipped in a while, when in reality, he had been struggling. In reality, that had been a lie. Not not every time, of course, but there have been plenty of conversations that most couples have where the husband reports, I'm doing well, when he's actually not. So those words don't really mean much to her. So what do you say instead? All of what I just spoke about in the beginning, how, what, what you're focusing on, what are you doing, what are you learning, what activities are you engaged in, in what ways are you changing? Because when you can share with her the steps that you're taking, it's the idea of an input. There's input and output. If you just tell her the output is like, oh, I'm good, no slips. That's so different than sharing with her, what are you doing to put yourself in a place where you're not slipping? That's great. That's great if you're not. The more you can let her in on what specifically is different and how you're creating these results, that's where she's going to start to feel safer. Because if she doesn't know what you're doing, if she doesn't know why you're struggling in the first place, then she's going to be in the dark. And when a spouse is in the dark, there's no safety there. So for men who are already doing the good work and are already engaged, that means you've already done the heavy lifting and you're continuing to do that as you go, the easy step now is to simply include her. The more you can include her on all of these things that I just shared, the safer she's going to feel because instead of it feeling like it had in the past where there's not really conversations, she doesn't really know what's going on, you're filling in all of the gaps with specific things that you are doing which then she can acknowledge like, okay, that makes sense. Knowing that helps me to feel a whole lot better because I didn't know what you were doing. I didn't know the steps that you were taking, nor did I know about the changes. You just tell me I'm doing well, but there's so much that's below that that she's not getting, which which obviously leaves her in the dark. So that's the second element. After you're already doing the heavy lifting in terms of the process, engaging in the process, then simply letting her in all along the way can help her feel like, okay, I'm with him, I can see it, I can feel it, it's then easier to feel that safety. Number three, this is the last element that I'll, that I'll end on today. I think check-ins 
can go such a long way for couples. This kind of piggybacks off the second one that I just shared. When he lets her in on her on his progress, the second half of that is checking in with her and how is she doing? So often men are afraid to do this. And I can understand that because men will often tell me, if I bring this up when we're having a good day, then it's just going to set her back. And the last thing that I want to do is hurt her. So why would I bring this up, especially if we're doing well? Why would I check with her and say, hey, how are you feeling today? And and talk about this issue. Because if we're not talking about it, that's great. This is the trap, right? This is what the whole episode's about. If a husband thinks to himself, oh, we're not talking about this. We must be doing well. That's the trap. Because she, it's like, it's like uh, again, the eye of the hurricane or, or the troubled waters that are underneath the smooth surface. This, this idea of checking in with the spouse can feel scary because they don't want to hurt her, nor do they want to fight. Because so often men will bring things up or they'll talk about this issue, but it doesn't go well because they get stuck in their cycle. They don't, they don't feel confident and have the tools with clarity knowing how to do it, so they get stuck. So this is why I'm including this on this episode. The check-ins are so important. Because when a husband can go to his wife and say, I know that we're still in the middle of this. And by the way, women think about this all the time. So if you're a husband listening to this and your concern is, well, I'm going to introduce this idea in her mind that she hasn't been thinking about and I don't really want to do that, please hear me when I say they are always thinking about it. They always have a sense of uncertainty or a twinge of sadness or are replaying something in their mind, in, in these, especially in these earlier phases. Now, it won't stay that way as you deal with it together. But in these earlier phases, she's always thinking about it. So it will not be that you remind her about the past when you bring it up. In fact, it does the opposite. When you openly acknowledge, honey, I know we're having a good day. Or, you know, this week has felt relatively smooth. But I know that you must be thinking about this still. I just wanted to check with you. How are you doing? Is there anything that you want to talk about? How can I support you? I know that it's been really hard to trust me right now, and I get that. I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you. I really do care, and so I just want to see, how are you doing right now? I can't tell you how massive that interaction is. I can't underscore how much that that communicates the idea that you love her and that you care about her by simply checking in with her like that. And the husbands who take me up on this, I have the, it's, it's great when I get the chance to work with people in my program because then I can offer feedback if they're like, hey, I want to do this, but last time I did, I got stuck here. I can give you specific action items and customize it to your situation. And the husbands who are in the program who take me up on this, I say, hey, have this conversation with your wife and then text me and tell me how it goes. And then next week, let's Pick up where you're leaving off and have a different one and keep making progress. The guys who follow through on this time and time and time again will message me, we're doing so much better. My wife is starting to trust me more. We haven't fought in a while and she's feeling that I care about her. We're doing well. This simple little thing about checking in can go such a long way 
because you're doing two things while you do it. Number one, you're uh, more than two things. You're showing her that you're being different. And if you are showing up differently, that's a part of how she can start to develop trust in you. Because if you don't appear or act or interact with her any differently, it's really hard for her to feel the difference between what was and what is now. And if you can demonstrate the difference by how you interact with her, that's a huge part of what can help her feel like, okay, maybe he is changing because look at the efforts I see him putting in. So you're doing that. Number two, you're helping relieve the pain that she's in. So many husbands tell me all I want. If I could take this pain away, I would. And I tell them the good news is that you can. And this is how you do it. It softens it. And the more you have these conversations with her, it softens the pain so she can start to feel better and you can feel like, hey, I'm, I'm actually helping here. And then number three, the less and less she feels her pain, the more and more that heals, the more there's closure. So you guys actually can move on and leave this behind you, but not in a way where you're sweeping it under the rug when you truly can find resolution to this issue. Move forward, leave this behind you, and then you have a sense of trust and a new relationship together so that everything feels so much better, more connected, more fulfilling, more loving. And so if you're listening to this and are thinking about these elements, this is my encouragement to you to reflect on which one of these needs attention. Because if you as a husband think, I'm doing well, I think that's great. I want you to do well. Now we want to make sure the relationship is getting the attention that it needs. So if we were to summarize this, number one, being responsive to her pain. When she opens up and shares, it's simply responding with compassion. You don't have to defend it. You don't have to explain it. That's not what she's looking for. She just needs to know that how she feels matters to you. Number two, including her on your progress. The more you let her in on what you're learning and insights and how you're growing and what's different, that's a big part of what will help her feel safe. And number three, you initiating those check-ins as a husband. And when you do that, you can use whatever words you want, but the idea is, again, the husbands that I work with very much care about their wife. All we want to do is ask her how she's doing because that communicates that you care. Instead of her feeling like she's on her own, and the only time you ever talk about it is when she brings it up. And when she brings it up, you roll your eyes. Like that whole thing is going to keep you guys stuck. And I don't want that for you. So my encouragement is to think about this week, which one of these elements can you focus on and do that today? These are simple things and simple is better. Simple is more actionable. You could do literally any one of these three, these three things today. So that would be my encouragement is to think about which one you could do. Have that conversation either today or this week and then notice how it feels. And this is, of course, not some magic bullet, right? It's not a light switch. It's not designed. There is no magic. There is no light switch. But these are the steps that when you just keep, you keep, uh, uh, when you keep cir uh, circling through, right? You're spiraling upward. It's the same process, but we would just keep reinforcing it. So you continue to demonstrate care. You continue to let her in. You continue to check in. As you do that, you'll notice significant changes in your relationship. There will be a greater sense of ease and openness between you, and the wall will start to come down, which is good for everybody. There's more connection, fulfillment, safety, intimacy, love, trust when the wall comes down as a direct result of these particular elements 
that can help you find that safety together. If you've been wanting to overcome pornography for a long time, but you've struggled because you haven't had a customized game plan for your specific situation, then I'd love to help. I take on a few new clients every month and I work with them in a 12-week process to resolve the underlying issues that have led to their behavior. So by the end of the 12 weeks, you can be in a completely different place, feeling free and confident. And I give everybody that I work with a guarantee that if you don't completely overcome your struggle with pornography in those 12 weeks, then I'll work with you for free until you do. I'm with you to the end and you have nothing to lose. So if this sounds interesting to you and you wanna be done with this problem in the next 12 weeks, then go to the website stopporn.info and you can get some more information there.